welcome back to Texas Tech Health Check from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. Get rid of unused or expired meds at medication cleanout. The next one is scheduled for April 22nd, but it happens twice a year in Lubbock, Amarillo, and Abilene. Our guest for this episode is Dr. Jeannie Shawhart. She is a pharmacist and managing director of the Texas Panhandle Poison Center. Dr. Shawhart explains why it's important to get rid of those medications that you aren't using anymore, even if you bought them over the counter. And don't despair if you don't live in any of those areas or miss the dates for the medication cleanout. Just search online for Drug Take Back Day or National Prescription Drug Take Back Day for drop-off locations near you. Dr. Shahart, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself, your expertise, and what you do here at the Health Sciences Center. Okay. Well, I was born outside of Houston, but moved up to the Panhandle to be near my grandparents when I was very young. And then I grew up in Canyon, just outside of Amarillo. Went to RT school, so I was a respiratory therapist for a while until I got into pharmacy school. And then went to pharmacy school, graduated in 2001, and did a residency in drug information. And then started working for a Texas Tech Health Sciences Center there in Amarillo and the Poison Center. Well, again, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. My father-in-law was from Canyon, so not that I'm familiar with the area, but I've heard of Canyon. It's a nice place to grow up. So one of the things that's coming up is the medication cleanout. What is medication cleanout, and what are the dangers of having unused or expired medications at home? So medication cleanout is a community program that's designed to get residents to go through their homes and collect any medications they have that they don't need any longer um, so they can appropriately dispose of these. You know, this can be even medications that are not yet expired. If they're no longer using them, they need to go ahead and get those out of their homes. The dangers are really to all of us from babies on up. So toddlers actually like to discover and roam the house and they will get into anything that they can. They also like to mimic adults. So they see us taking medications, they want to take medications. And if they find those and they can get them open, then they will take them. And often they're better at getting them open than we are. (laughs) Then as our kids get older and become preteens and teens, they like to experiment. And often they will go to the medicine cabinet to find things to try. You know, they hear from their friends or what have you, um, and they will pick items out to try just to see what happens. They're invincible. You know, nothing can hurt them. Also, we're having an epidemic right now of suicidal gestures. So a lot of our teens and even our preteens who are suffering from depression or mental illness, they're going to the medicine cabinet to find something for a suicidal gesture. They will take whatever is available. So if you have years and years worth of accumulated medications in your home, they can take those items and depending on what they are, they can be deadly to them. We're also seeing a lot of suicidal gestures by overdose in our young adults and our older adults. And I've read recently there's actually been a quadrupling of overdoses as suicidal gestures in our senior citizen age group. So suicide risk is is very prevalent in these times. So we want people to get rid of the medications for those reasons. And for those of us who have reached middle age, 
we need our readers or who are elderly. The more medications that we have in our medicine cabinet, the more likely we are to grab the wrong one. Put eardrops in our eyes or eye drops in our ears or use the wrong medication for the wrong indication. So there are lots of reasons to go ahead and get those items out of the home as quickly as possible to reduce all of these risks. And we like for people to properly dispose of them because they're also an environmental risk. And we tell people all the time, don't throw them in the trash, don't flush them down the toilet, but we often don't tell them what they should do with them. So the medication cleanout gives them an opportunity to bring them to us so that we can properly dispose of those items. And what I mean by proper disposal, any of the narcotics that we receive or controlled substances are actually kept by law enforcement as soon as we collect them. So we sort those out. Law enforcement maintains control and custody of those items. Everything else we box up for the DEA, and the DEA will come and pick those items up, and then they have them incinerated. So that's kind of the gold standard for medication disposal right now. Are prescription medications more dangerous than OTC meds, over-the-counter medications? That's a great question, and it depends on the prescription or the OTC. So there's this misperception that over-the-counter medications are not harmful, that only prescription medications can hurt us, and that is not true. There are a lot of prescription medications that are relatively non-toxic in an overdose setting, but there are a lot of over-the-counter medications that, if they're taken in an overdose, can be very harmful and even deadly. So the fact that they're just prescription or just OTC doesn't mean they're more or less dangerous. All of these medications can be dangerous if taken in the right amount by the right person or the wrong person, however you may see it. Now, sometimes people take drugs intended for animals for whatever reason. (laughs) Can people drop off pet meds too? Yes, that's also a great question. We do receive a lot of pet medications, and that's perfectly acceptable. Veterinarians are really good about dispensing smaller quantities of medications, only what the animal needs. So typically when we get vet medications, they're in a much smaller quantity, which is good. But we will accept those items. They're incinerated in the same way that our human medications are. And they have the same dangers. Many of the vet medications are the same medications that we use in humans. Some of them are not. Some are just designed for animals. But they're disposed in the same way as well. If someone accidentally takes too much or the wrong medication, what should they do? So this also is a great question because we have the Poison Control Center available to us 24-7. It's 1-800-222-1222, and they can call and talk to a medical professional about what's occurred. So perhaps if they just took a double dose of their medication, they didn't realize they'd already taken it, they can call us and we can listen and find out what the medication was, what the dose was, how long they've been taking it, things like that, that will help us determine whether or not that person can stay at home and be managed or whether we need to refer them to their doctor's office or maybe the emergency room. Also, a lot of times we have kids who are on medications, for instance, for ADHD, who will get more than one dose or get brother's medication and their medication or vice versa. They get given to the wrong person. So in these situations, the poison center can be called as well. We can help kind of decide what action needs to be taken to prevent that from being harmful. We talked about vet meds. Occasionally, we have people who accidentally take a vet med or accidentally give their husband the dog's medication 
oddly enough, it does occur. And those, again, are situations where they can call the poison center and say, what do I need to do? This is what happened. This is how long ago it happened. What steps do I need to take at this point in time? If we can't make it to the any of the medication cleanout events, where can we drop off unused or expired meds? You know, we have a lot of options now that we have not had in the past, and those are drug disposal kiosks that are located at pharmacies. And the way that you can find out where those are is to go to a website that the DEA has created. It's called takebackday.dea.gov. And if you scroll down towards the bottom of the page, they have a link to year-round drug disposal. You click on that link and then type in your zip code or your city and state, and it will give you a list of all the pharmacies within 10 miles, 20 miles, or 50 miles that have disposal kiosks where you can take your medications. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Yeah, I think one thing that, that we found with the medication cleanout is there's a huge need for disposal of sharps. So people who take insulin for diabetes or who take allergy shots, they have all these needles that they've used or syringes that they've used and they don't know what to do with them. And in our area, we really don't have a lot of opportunities or places to take those items. So with the twice a year medication cleanout events, we can accept those items so that we can get them disposed of for you. We just ask that they be in a sharps container or in a hard plastic container like a bleach bottle so that our volunteers don't get poked. And what I'd like to mention is the kiosks that are available at pharmacies, they cannot accept sharps at this point in time. So those items would actually need to be brought to a medication clean-out event. Is there a website where people can sign up for maybe a reminder for these events? Yeah, they can go to medicationcleanout.com, and I believe that there is a, a location where they can click on to, to be added to an email list for a reminder of the events. Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate y'all spreading the word and giving me the opportunity to talk to the public about how to dispose of their medications. I really appreciate that chance and and just really want to encourage people, go through your homes, please, and get rid of your medications. We have cases at the Poison Center every day where people die as a result of getting into medications particularly with our teens because they are so impulsive. You know, have a bad day at school, and instead of waiting till the next day to see if things will get better, they'll just go to that medicine cabinet and take those medicines. So in the same way that people are advised to lock up their guns, you make sure they lock up their medications if they do have them, get rid of anything they're not using any longer. You know, one more thing I did want to mention, if, if, if we have a little bit of time, is just my vision for the future of medication clean-out, because we have been doing this program for 15 years now. And when it started, we thought it would only be needed for a year or two, and then people would know, hey, let's keep our medicine cabinets clean. What we found is that's not the case. You know, people, people get medications regularly, so they continue to build up. And really what my vision for the future is, is that all the pharmacies will have disposal kiosks. It just makes sense. It's where you get your medicines. It's where you should be able to dispose of them. And we're actually getting there. Particularly here in Lubbock now, we have a number of locations where they have the kiosks. I believe all of the Uniteds have the kiosk now, the 24-hour CVS and Walgreens. So I'm hoping eventually we get to the point where every pharmacy has a disposal kiosk. 
and the medication clean-out would no longer be needed. So I guess it's one of those circumstances where you want to work yourself out of a job. <laughs> um, and at that point, I would just stay at the Poison Center. I do also teach at Texas Tech. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities, and the medication clean-out has just been a great experience for me. Well, good luck with that. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Texas Tech Health Check. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. This information is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek immediate medical advice from your physician or your healthcare provider for questions regarding your health or medical condition. Texas Tech Health Check is brought to you by Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center and produced by T.R. Castillo, Susanna Cisneros, Mark Hendricks, Tyler White, Kay Williams, and me, Melissa Whitfield.